Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, April 1st, and this is for April 1st through April 7th. How was everyone's first full week of Mars in Cancer? How was your week last week? Uh, it was also the first full week of Pluto in Aquarius. Ooh. Did you notice any changes? Did you notice it was maybe not as easy to move as quickly as you would like to? Did you find some slowdowns? Did you find some emotion? Uh, emotion coming from wherever. Were you more emotional than maybe you have been lately? Um, were you indicted by a grand jury in New York? Did you have that kind of a week with Pluto entering Aquarius? Pluto all about control, power struggles, and Aquarius, you know, we are moving more towards, inter depending on who you ask, we already are in the age of Aquarius. Otherwise, with Pluto entering Aquarius, we're moving further into it. And Pluto shifting from Capricorn into Aquarius, you know, I mentioned that we're going to get a glimpse of what's to come in these next two months here while Pluto is in Aquarius. It stays there until June 11th. And it didn't take very long for something major in this country to happen and to have a former president, president charged with a crime. Mm. Uh, haven't had that before. But again, we're moving into different territory, we're moving into a different world. And part of what's happening is that the folks that control the world at the moment, I'm not, this is not a conspiracy thing. I know it kind of started that way. But, <laughs> but the people running the show right now are, are the baby boomers, right? Uh, they're the people born between 1938 through 1956. And that's not necessarily the boom, baby boomer years, but that's when Pluto was in Leo. Pluto is in Leo from 1938 through 1956. Uh -huh. So everyone born in that time of that generation has Pluto in Leo. And now what's going on is Pluto is in Aquarius. And Pluto in Aquarius is in the opposite sign of Pluto and Leo. They're mm. 180 degrees apart. Okay. They could not be more opposite. So the people run, running the world right now uh, and, and the way they see control, the way they see that the world should work, it's not in alignment anymore. It's it's different. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the opposite. They were brought up a certain way. They see the world a certain way collectively and now we're shifting into sequarian energy and we'll see how it goes but eventually you know everyone ages you know control shifts whether whether you have to fight for it whether people just pass on whatever but there's going to be some more shakeups and I, I was really feeling that we're going to get a glimpse of some major things happening in these couple months and then pluto's going to backtrack into capricorn and once that happens, and it'll stay there for the rest of the year, but once that happens, then we're going back to Pluto and Capricorn favoring the old guard, mm. favoring older energy, the establishment, and, and all those things. But we're shifting slowly but surely into the age of Aquarius. And, you know, again, folks who were born between 1938 and 1956 have Pluto and Leo, and now they're experiencing a Pluto opposition, or at least starting to. And a lot of people don't get a Pluto opposition. First of all, you have to live to be, you know, about 80 years old mm. for it to even happen. So, but when it does, you know, it's a time of deep reflection. It's a time about, um, you know, Pluto is that planet of death and rebirth, of transformation, of deconstruction. And, um, and a reminder that, you know, life doesn't last forever, that, you know, we, life is impermanent and that we are these spiritual beings having a temporary human experience if you if you will or if you believe in that um and now we're entering the aquarian age and i also want to talk a little bit about how you know aquarian energy 
can be very, very, very uncomfortable for people because sometimes I think when we're talking about astrology and people get very, very excited about the Aquarian age mm-hmm. and how it will hopefully benefit more people, how we'll be thinking more collectively, how we will hopefully get better at keeping people alive and feeding people and that kind of stuff. But it can also be very, very, very uncomfortable because you're usually entering a new territory that you haven't been before. And there's not a lot of, I think where Leo and Aquarius kind of oppose one another is matters of the heart. I think Leo brings a lot of heart to the table. Not yeah. that Aquarius doesn't. I'm not, I'm not saying that Aquarians do not have hearts. They, <laughs> they absolutely do. I know some very, very, very uh, loving and kind Aquarians. But Leo tends to lead with the heart, tends to lead with charisma, tends to lead with, um, I don't know, just a certain sassiness, a certain swagger. And an Aquarian energy doesn't necessarily lead with that because Aquarian energy isn't as focused on the spotlight. Mm -hmm. It isn't as focused about being the hero of the story necessarily. And, And again, Leos can get a bad rap for being too egoistic or egotistical or too obsessed with themselves, whatever. But as we go further, further into the Aquarian age, there's going to be this push and pull between doing what's right for people, but then also not losing ourselves and not losing our own identity in the process. Mm-hmm. Because there is a lot of concern that a lot of people who are already displaced and don't have jobs and don't have work are, are, is going to be exacerbated because of artificial intelligence or just things are going to become even more automated. You know, what do you do with everyone else? Mm-hmm. Um and anyway, Pluto and Leo is that more, it's more royal energy. It's it's king and queen energy. You know, mm-hmm. Leo feels very comfortable being the king, being the ruler. Yes, I'll sit on the throne. I'll be the king or I'll be the queen. Pluto, again, that planet of ultimate power, ultimate control. And when it touches Leo, you get kings, you get queens, you get this, this figurehead that Leo revels in. It's like, yeah, okay, I'll be that person you look up to. Absolutely. Um, when we think about like... The Kennedys, John F. Kennedy, the Camelot would come up quite a bit when when you were thinking about the Kennedys. I don't remember how that actually got attached to them. Do you know? <laughs> it was just a random thought I had. Is it at all related to the musical? Wasn't there a musical or a play? Maybe about Camelot. I think it was a. It had to have been some sort of pop culture reference, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I guess I was trying to connect it like they were considered like the king and queen, no, they you know, Jeff Kennedy were. and um, Jackie. They absolutely were. It's It was seen as like a new era in the presidency because they were so young, too. It was it was a recent thing to have a younger generation. He, he was only he was the youngest president elected, not the youngest president ever, though. That was actually Teddy Roosevelt when he became president after the assassination of the president before him, who I am blanking on. But generally, it was seen as this this useful Eisenhower? energy. Eisenhower, no. Oh, who was Teddy that? Roosevelt? Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, I have no yeah. idea. Okay, sorry. It was. It was. <laughs> who was the? Who was the guy who was shot by Gateau? The. Uh, why do I remember the assassin, but not? Was it Garfield? I have <laughs> no idea. So tired today. Yeah, we're tired. We're exhausted. <laughs> You know, today is a good day. The moon's in Leo, okay? Today is kind of that day, if you can, to just unwind and relax and, and, and take some me time, you know? Um, I don't know what I'm even rambling about at the moment. <laughs> but but Pluto has a... We're, see, we're, just, we're, we're going through some major shifts, and obviously, again, I've talked about this countless times. Astrologists talk about this all the time, mm-hmm. but the United States is going through its Pluto return. Mm-hmm. And... We're 
yeah, we're we're figuring out who the heck we are right now, and it's it's a it's a crazy time for sure, and it's probably going to get a little bit crazier as we continue into it because, again, if there are these big shifts that are coming, well, things have to unfortunately kind of bottom out first, and some people might say, well, we already have bottomed out, but uh, we'll see where we go. But again, between now and into June for sure, there could be a lot of more shakeups and, and surprises and just kind of big news happening not just in the U.S. but around the world. Uh, this is going to continue for a while. But in the short term, yeah, today this, the moon is in Leo and the sun is in Aries. So this is very me, me, me energy. Aries is all about the self. Leo all about the self. And you know what? It's good to take care of yourself. So this is the day to just be proud to be you and put yourself first if you can. <laughs> if you can't, that's okay too. But uh, it's a good day just to just take some time for yourself and unwind and just have a good time. Leo, the Leo moon likes to have fun, likes to have a party. And hopefully you're catching some of that because by Sunday, the moon will be in Virgo and the Virgo moon will have us working and, and busy and being very, very active. The Virgo moon is also going to form a nice sextile with Mars on Sunday. So we might actually have a very, very productive Sunday. So if you're having some fun today, Saturday, enjoy it. Now, as I mentioned at the top of the show, Almy is a Scorpio, mm -hmm. and she has been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week, I like to ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio take on life. Now, Almy, I actually have some... Let's play a little trivia game today. I have a, name, a list of celebrity names. Mm. And what all of these celebrities have in common is that they are in Aries. They were born when the sun was in Aries. Mm -hmm. And then their moon is in Libra. Oh, so because okay. the Aries sun and the Libra moon would oppose, indicating like a full moon, because we do have a full moon coming up this week where the sun will be in Aries and the, the full moon will be in Libra. Oh. So everyone on this nice. list is going to kind of uh, exemplify some of the energy we might be feeling this week. Okay. And this first person, this is actually, today is his birthday eve. He's actually born tomorrow, April 2nd. He is an actor. I think he broke onto the scene with the TV show Friday Night Lights. He was also in season two of Fargo. He appeared in Breaking Bad. He was in Paul Thomas Anderson's movie The Master. And he was in that oh, Netflix okay. movie that has a long title. Okay. And he just pops up and stuff constantly. Yeah. He seems to be kind of like a, a guy that just works nonstop. Can you name this actor? Is it Jesse Plemons? Yeah, Jesse Plemons. Nice. So happy early birthday okay. to Jesse Plemons. And I mentioned Jesse Plemons was in Breaking Bad. And to keep the Breaking Bad theme going, this fellow Breaking Bad actor played DEA agent Hank Schrader yeah. on Breaking Bad. Can you name this actor? Do you remember we were trying to yeah. come up with his name and like we couldn't? It was like trying to remember the names of former presidents. Yes. Uh. Uh, see, now I'm doing the thing where like my brain is blocking his name because all I can think about is how we were looking up his name and then I found it yeah. and you were like, I never would have guessed no, that. No, I never would have. I never would have. So I'm having that moment now and it's so funny. It's so funny. And he's been working forever. He, he, yeah. he has a credit from the movie Total Recall. Wow. No, I yeah, didn't... he's been in the game a while, and I feel so bad that I can only think of Hank Schrader and not his name. We've we okay. Give me the initials. Give me the initials. The initials are D N. Dennis Dean Norris. Dean Norris. You're right. right. Dean Norris. Exactly. This next person, another actor. Oh wait, so Dean Norris is an Aries. I could totally see that. Dean Norris is an Aries, and he has a Libra moon. Libra moon. Got yeah. it. That seems like a fun combo, and that's so all I would say. Got it. Yeah, exactly. It's a fun combo. And I'd say all these people are 
firm but gentle. Yeah. The firmness coming from Aries, the gentleness coming from that tender Libra moon. Yes. But don't tell them that they're tender. They wouldn't like that because they they identify with their sun sign. They identify with the Aries. This next person is, I'm just going to say this is your boy. He's (laughs) from the TV show It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. We quote him or you quote him or we say that you perhaps yeah. occasionally have similar tastes as this character. He plays Dennis mm-hmm. on It's Always Sunny. Can you name this actor? Glenn Howerton. Glenn Howerton. Yeah. And Glenn Howerton was also in oh. Fargo, season one, I believe. Okay, so Aries, Sun, Libra, Moon. That's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So they're, they're aggressive about manners. <laughs> what do you say Dennis, the character Dennis on It's Always Sunny is very... He's very specific about manners, right? How people should behave. Mm-hmm, it takes offense mm-hmm. to things if people don't behave a certain way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that conflict about Aries wanting to like put themselves first, but then also this Libra moon saying, well, wait, we got to be considerate about other people. What's the best way to go about this? Mm-hmm. Uh, this next person is a fashion designer, and he currently has, I think this is, this is current, <laughs> he designed a tote bag for Neiman Marcus, <laughs> and it just says the tote bag on it. Like, it's, it's a tote bag, and then it has the words, the tote bag. Yeah. Is and, it, oh, is it Ronnie Marcellus? No. Is it Mark Jacobs? Yeah, it's Mark yeah. Jacobs. Yeah. Mark, nice. Jacob, okay, Mark Jacobs. Okay, cool, cool. And he has a new autobiography out, actually. There he goes. And it's called Mark Jacobs' Ladder. <laughs> April Fools. April Fools, yeah, that doesn't exist. This next person was ready for her close-up, wherever she is now. I'm sure she is still ready for her close-up. Yeah. Can you name this actress from Sunset Boulevard? Gloria Swanson. Gloria Swanson. Yeah. In Aries with a Libra oh, moon. okay, cool, cool. And then this last person, the only other person on planet Earth who is in Aries and has a Libra moon. <laughs> there might be more. Uh, but this lady is a singer, performer, and she was in the Black Eyed Peas. Mm. And she also, I think, has a solo career. And she yeah. goes by her first name or goes by her nickname or mm-hmm. she goes by a one-word name. Can you yes. name this person? Fergie. Fergie, yes. Fergie is in Aries with a Libra moon. So uh, that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment Yay. of our show. Almy, as always, thank you for tolerating these questions. It's a blast. Yeah. All right. So let me um, get the day planner here. In the spirit of the Leo moon, I didn't do my usual, um, usually write stuff out a little bit more. Today I'm just kind of working with the notes I made. But this upcoming week, and I think this is going to be a fairly busy week, there mm. will be some intensity to things because it is a full moon week so the energy is going to be heightening out there as we move towards this full moon all week long and mercury the planet mercury is going to be very active this week and it starts out monday april 3rd actually by leaving aries and moving into taurus so monday april 3rd could be a day of miscommunications because the day that mercury changes signs Yeah, there can be a lot of misunderstandings. And not only is Mercury changing signs on Monday, it's also forming a very intense square with Pluto. So we were just talking at the top about Pluto being that planet that just really has no sense of humor. It's about, you know, death, rebirth, transformation, power, power struggles, fighting to be in control. So Mercury already kind of in a quirky position because it's changing signs immediately butts up against Pluto. And uh, yeah, there could be some confrontations on Monday, April 3rd. So watch out for that. Hopefully that doesn't happen in your world. But if it does, just be aware that that's 
uh, a theme on Monday, potential for that, and just try to avoid it as cooler heads will eventually prevail. But with the moon also in Virgo on Monday, it's going to be a pretty high mental energy day. We will be doing a lot of thinking, so watch out for exhaustion as well. And with Mercury entering Taurus on Monday, April 3rd, it's actually going to stay there for quite a while. It's going to stay there until June 12th. And part of the reason it's staying in, in Taurus for so long is because, yes, there is a Mercury retrograde in there. Mm. Uh, Mercury goes retrograde officially on April 21st. But I would say, I mean, this is the more conservative approach to Mercury retrograde. Uh, you can start acting as if Mercury is retrograde starting this Friday, April 7th. Mm usually two weeks before it officially goes retrograde. That's the point where Mercury is already going to start slowing down. And also interesting is that on April 7th, which is this upcoming Friday, Mercury will be at 5 degrees Taurus. And that's noteworthy because during uh, Mercury's retrograde period in the sign of Taurus, it will actually eventually backtrack all the way to five degrees of Taurus. So some of the things that come up this week, some of these miscommunications, if they happen, these are the ones that are going to be revisited during this particular Mercury retrograde. So certain things that aren't quite lining up this week, these are the ones where maybe there isn't a solution uh, this week for those, but eventually you will be dealing with them during the Mercury retrograde period. So uh, don't focus too much on closure this week. Some of the things this week might be like, okay, these are just kind of, this is the situation that we'll be dealing with over the next month or so. But otherwise, you know, Mercury's, you know, forming a square to Pluto. Mercury's changing signs. So Mercury's going to have a tough day on Monday. But the moon, the Virgo moon is going to be plugging along. Virgo moon's looking okay. I mean, it's going to be forming a nice trine with Uranus, a nice trine with Venus. That'll hopefully help smooth some things over. The moon will be forming an opposition with Neptune, which can add to further confusion on Monday, though. So Monday's a tricky day. And Monday, they always say things, because Monday is ruled by the moon, that anything on Monday, those kind of plans can change anyway. Mm. So just be flexible on Monday and know that you might not quite get the answers you're looking for or get, or get definitive answers, but also know it's Monday. <laughs> look look ahead to Tuesday. By Tuesday, the moon will be in Libra. And the Libra moon, yeah, it's not so thrilled with where the planets are right now. Uh, it will form a trine with Pluto and um, some kind of annoying in conjuncts with Mercury and Saturn, but Tuesday's looking okay for the moon. Wednesday now, now we're getting into the full moon energy. Uh, things will really be heightened on Wednesday. And the sun is going to form a conjunction with Chiron. And that can be a good thing. That can be a healing kind of thing, a healing kind of a aspect. But also it could be you're feeling very, very tender on Wednesday as well. And the, the moon in Libra is going to be forming an opposition to Chiron. The moon's going to be forming an opposition to the sun. So it's just kind of a conflicting day. And it's also going to square Mars. Um, and then the full moon will be exact around 9.30 p.m., on Wednesday, April 5th. And again, this full moon will be in the sign of Libra. And a full moon in Libra, you know, anytime there's a full moon, they say you're going to be reevaluating some things, maybe letting go of some things. Libra rules, you know, relationships. It can be a, a love partnership. It can also be a business partnership. So you might be looking at, you know, do I still want to work with this person or, or that kind of a thing? Or is it time for me to move on? Or is it time for me just to have a heart to heart with them? That kind of a thing. 
but usually communicating with, with some kind of relationship energy uh, with this particular full moon. Libra also has a connection to style and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So maybe you feel like you want to change your style. Or you want to get a new haircut. So go for it. Why mm-hmm. not? What's the worst that could happen? Um, and then the full moon obviously always brings things to light. They say it brings things to the surface. So don't be surprised if you get some news out of nowhere on Wednesday into Thursday. So again, the full moon's uh it's exact at 9.30 p.m. on Wednesday, but we'll still be feeling that full moon energy all day Thursday. And by that time, the Libra moon, and again, moon's going to be in Libra for quite a while this week. And the Libra moon is going to be downright exhausted on Thursday. Mm. And it's also going to be void of course for pretty much the entire day on Thursday. It's going to be void of course from about 6 a.m. Pacific until about 11.30 p.m. that night. So that is a very, very, very long void of course moon. And again, when the moon is void, of course, that means that it's made its last aspect. Uh, In this case, it will have opposed Jupiter. And then it doesn't make any other major aspects until it enters Scorpio around 11.30 p.m. So in plain English, the general advice with a void, of course, moon is to just keep plugging away with unfinished projects. Work on tying up the loose ends. Work on planning for the next step, the next whatever activity is coming into your life or the next course of action. But don't necessarily initiate things. You don't necessarily want to start new things during a void of course moon because they're probably not going to come to fruition. Mm. And it's another, like I mentioned, Monday, don't obsess about getting a straight answer. I would say Thursday's another day. Don't obsess about getting a straight answer out of anyone because it's probably not going to come. Late in the evening, the moon will enter Scorpio. And then the Scorpio moon will square Pluto. And Pluto is Scorpio's ruling planet. So... It could be some intense, very, very Scorpio energy Thursday into Friday. Um, but then Venus on Friday. Venus, which is in Taurus, will form a lovely sextile with Neptune. And that can be really dreamy energy and can also be a situation where maybe we have trouble focusing on work. Because usually with Venus and Neptune, when they hang out, there's a need for escapism or a need for just going to the spa or just unwinding and not pushing forward. You know, just unplugging from the chaos that life can bring sometimes and also on friday april 7th mercury is going to form a lovely sextile with mars and so the the week is ending strong i would say by friday the planets are are pretty happy but there's a lot of stuff in between especially with that libra moon and especially with the full moon and especially with the the moon in virgo on monday our minds are going to be going you know mercury is changing signs so communications can be a little out of line and then everything heightened because of the full moon so Mm -hmm. This could be kind of a roller coaster kind of a week coming up here, um, but again, ending on a on a strong note by Friday. So thank you as always for listening. We love you, and I think Elmy's going to take us out with a couple deep breaths. Let's take a couple deep breaths. First, let's start by getting relaxed. Just release tension in your shoulders. Let those drop. Release the tension in your forehead. Unclench your jaw. And if you'd like to close your eyes, you can close them now. Take a slow, deep breath in. And a slow, deep breath out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Last deep breath in. And out.
As always, we thank you so much for your support, and we thank you for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Something About Astrology, and we are on TikTok at Something About Astrology underscore. I'm going to be honest, we have not updated the TikTok in some time, but you are welcome to follow us. We hope you have a great week, and we will talk to you again soon.